All right, it is that time. Once again, we're hitting the books, part of the Hammer Betting Network, alongside the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Joey Kanish, our producer extraordinaire, Zach Phillips. I'm merely Brad Powers. The season is fast approaching, and in today's episode, we are previewing a conference that's been up in the upswing. If you remember back 15, 20 years ago, this was the worst group of five conference in college football. Now an argument can be made with the watered down of the American that we'll be talking about soon. The Sunbelt could be the best group of five conference in the country. And we got plenty of teams to talk about here that, that are coming off historically great seasons, historically great wins. But before we get into all that, let's pay some bills here. Keep in mind, remember, hit the books. The preview series is brought to you by BetStamp. The easiest way to improve as a sports better is to use multiple sports books and always get the best odds. We recommend using an odds comparison tool like BetStamp. BetStamp compares odds across every sports book for games, futures, and player props. Save time and money by checking BetStamp before you bet. Download the app today. If you're looking to sign up for a new sports book account, please check out the offers available at betstamp.app slash hit the books or hit the link below in the description if you sign up through this page help support the show speaking of the show he is the show he is the man kanish talking sunbelt i love the sunbelt now i i mean back in the old days when north texas was winning it like five straight years with like losing records and making bowl games that's what the conference was when i was in college now uh I mean, my goodness, we're talking about teams that are cracking the top 25. We're talking about major upsets like App State over AM. We got Marshall over Notre Dame, Georgia Southern over Nebraska. You name it, this conference has it all. Some, Some people are calling this the, you know, the real SEC of the South now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> listen, this is, uh, this, as you said, this conference is absolutely loaded now. Uh, picking up James Madison, a lot of teams on the upswing. Uh, it's it just a lot of, you know, a lot of good programs. Uh, you know, teams that have really, you know, kind of found themselves even, I mean, outside of a couple of, you know, bottom dwellers there, and maybe, you know, ULM Old Dominion, the top of the top and center of this conference. Um, I, I mean, there's six to eight teams, uh, that are just really dangerous teams that you know you, you know would uh, you know want to you know, say hey, bring on any Power Five team here uh, you know yeah. bring them in so yeah I mean a lot, lot of you know a lot of talent a lot of teams on the upswing uh, a lot of games that you know are going to be fun on on you know fun belt Wednesday so um, it, it's a it's a conference that I'll, I'll tell you you know I would I have the least amount of of preseason action I'm interested to see where you're at in terms of you know yeah. preseason bets on these teams um just because I think uh you know the conference I think a lot of it's just I think the conference is so competitive um but but overall um hey should be uh fantastic uh you know from a viewer's perspective uh to sim here uh yeah because it is it is quite loaded uh in terms of uh teams we've got coming into 2023. When it comes to futures for this conference, a lot of the books have been hesitant to post numbers because James Madison, there was some kind of confusion whether they'd be eligible or not for the championship. Uh, they are not eligible, James Madison. A really good team, top three, four team in this conference. They showed it in year one. They will not be eligible yet again this year in 2023. So we're finally starting to see more and more books post uh, future odds for this conference. Let's start at the top, though. Let's start with the defending champs, Troy, uh, a team that you know basically came out of nowhere with the uh, with a first-year coach and surprised many with an outstanding defense, a legitimate defense, best group of five defense in college football a year ago. Now, I will say this. I think there's some regression coming this year when you're 6-1 and one in one-possession games. Uh, 
probably not going to bode that well in that department this year. Uh, still, I mean, this is a team that enters this season on 11-game win streak. Quarterback's back. Their top running back is back. Um, you know, th- 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 there's a lot to like. But defensively, they lose the all-everything. Carlton Marshall, a guy that set the all-time record in the history of the NCAA in tackles, 526 in his career. He's gone, but they got some guys up front. Pass rush is good. And then you look at the you know schedule. Could be favored in as many as 11 games. Uh, the exception being a road trip to Kansas State, James Madison, Western Kentucky, South Alabama, Louisiana Lafayette. All the big boys are coming to Troy. So this was a team that I was thinking I was going to be pessimistic on this year, regression. But, man, the schedule sets up nicely for them. Yeah, as you said, you know, schedule sets up real nice. Not a team, you know, at the current, not a lot, as you said, not a lot of places have Sunbelt odds up at the moment. Um, yeah. But but it'd be a team that I, I just I just have no interest in it being kind of the the conference favorite or thereabouts. Um, I as you said last year, I mean we talked about it a few times. Just an insane defense for for a G five. They're tackling um, and what they were able to do. So some of the the off the you know the more electric offenses um, and just you know an incredible year. However, I wow. think that is so difficult to sustain at the G5 level. Um, I, I mean, it's it's difficult to sustain at the, at the Power 5 level, unless you're, you know, in Alabama or Georgia, um, you know, that type of team that can reload. I think they'll be looking at a step back. Um, the offense wasn't good enough for me. I mean, if you want to, you know, the yeah. easiest way to maintain year over year is to kind of, you know, keep your quarterback or any of that. But even though they, they have some stability at the quarterback position, um, not a quarterback that I thought, you know, going to want particularly good or had a great season yeah. last year. Um, and so with some of the losses on defense, just and by the fact that I, it's so hard to, to kind of maintain that level of play year over year. Um, as you said, the, the schedule, I didn't take a regular season win under, but um, it, it's not a team that that I'd be looking to back here uh, in the futures market. So would would say I, I, they're more likely than not to take a step back, but um Hard to bet against with what they were able to do last year. I just think that you know they're going to have so many uh, you know top tier teams that that it, the defense even takes a, a minor step back. Then then I think you're out of the conference title picture. Let's talk about some of the contenders. Then we'll stay on that side uh, of the league. South Alabama, a, a team that's probably off their best season in school history. I am talking with a guy that was Mister South Alabama a year ago. A guy that was on top of them before the season even started. Stayed with them. I, I kind of threw some uh, – I think I jinxed you. I, starting with that non-cover, what was that, against uh, Louisiana, I think, Lafayette. <laughs> I jumped on too late. I was late to the party. But still, lot to like. Best season in school history a year ago. There's a lot to like this year. This is the most experienced team in the, in the conference. You look at returning production, 18 returning starters. They signed their best recruiting class in seven years. I think Kane Womack, their head coach, is really good. Uh, quarterback Car- Carter Bradley's back, Webb and running back, top six tacklers on defense. Uh, the wide receivers are back. This is a, g- a good-looking football team. Uh, what say you on South Alabama? Are we going right back to them, the team that, that you loved b- before anybody else in the country last year? Well, I, I say, I'm, I'm still not over the heartbreak uh, just yet uh, of last year's, you know, the game – Game against Troy, where you know they needed like one drive for like the entire yeah. second half. One drive, if they could get, uh, you know, get above there and, and be able to take lead you know, at home, they weren't able to do it. Uh, as we said, all time you know defense last year. But their team, in terms of uh, you know going into this year, that that I'd be much more bullish on uh, in Troy. Again, they have to go to Troy this year. Um, 
but they bring a lot back. Um, it's just, you know, last year we're, we're talking about, uh, you know, prices that were ranging from, you know, uh, 25 to one to 40 to one to 50 to one, even out there. Uh, and now you're going at where, you know, even the most of the places are, are three to one. Um, yeah. it, it's just not, again, I, I think they are a deserved, uh, what I, you know, pseudo favorite there at, in top yeah. of the conference. It's just not an attractive price for me. Uh, it's it, it, I mean, the fact that you've got App State, you've got Marshall, you got Troy still up there, and a couple of other teams in the mid tier that I think could take a step forward. Um, wouldn't surprise me if they they won the conference, but just I just get you again, just not you just can't back them this year. Uh, you know, it was one of those where uh, they showed up a year early. They were a covering machine. Um, just now that, that they're at the top of the market, not a team that interests me uh, in, in terms of being able to back them at any of the prices or or their win total. So uh, uh, still still have a near and dear place in my heart, but, uh, you know, can't put any money on them this year. Let's talk one more team in the West before we flip over to the East contenders. Louisiana, a team that dominated this conference for several years under Billy Napier, took a major step back a year ago. Uh, 0-4 in one possession games, and you worry with a first-year coach, is that bad luck or bad coaching? Uh, you look at this year's team, uh, they got their two quarterbacks back. We'll see. Uh, they were both out for spring. That worries me, but they, they I guess all intents and purposes, uh, Woldrich and Fields are going to be back for the fall. They lost a couple of guys post-spring. I have been looking look at the portal post-spring. Uh, secondary, Trey uh, Amos went to Alabama, so that's a major loss there <laughs> when, you're, when Alabama picks off one of your guys. Uh, they do have the easiest schedule in the conference, according to my power ratings. Could be favored in as many as eight games. Does Louisiana Lafayette, do they bounce back after kind of a step back a year ago? What say you? Yeah, this is not for me. I, I, I just don't think they've got enough talent uh, right. in comparison to some of the other teams there, uh, you know, in, in the midst of the conference. So um, it's why I just think the leap they na- need to make is, is too strong there. Um, and, and I don't, I just don't think the Brit. Again, Napier, he really he pulled. I think he he pulled the the cord at the right time there. Uh, you know, to, to kind of hit the hit the road there. Um, I, I just think they're kind of going to be overwhelmed, even though with uh, as you said, light schedule. Um, but some of the other teams here in the mid tier in the conference that that I like better, and some of the you know the elite teams there, I think are just you know substantially better than they are. So. Um, not a, a team that that I'm I'm looking to back there, and it wouldn't surprise me if if kind of they they fell on hard times there for for back to back years. I think they're, they're a program that is uh, yeah I would say they're you know, maybe heading in the wrong direction as opposed to to some of the others there in the Sun Belt. You want to go head to head against me? I bet over. Oh, are you are you a buyer? Wait a minute. Oh, I don't know. You are you a buyer here? Yeah, I'm a buyer. Okay. Well, okay. I, I, I was playing kind of you know I was playing coy because I mean we've done three of these now today and. We don't and have I was any. Say, we haven't had a, uh, a true head-to-head yet. No, but... we haven't. So I took over six and a half. Do you want to go fade me there? I'm in. I'm in our first genuine head-to-head. I'll go yeah. under six and a half there on uh, you know the Laffy Taffy baby. So uh, All right, yeah, no, that's a uh, a uh, finally we got a you know a genuine uh, little. It feels good to be back in the ring here. It does. I feel good with that one, to say the least. But we'll see. You, uh, I will say this, for those, anymore, for those listening, you kicked the, the, the shit out of me last year. So uh, maybe I shouldn't be that cocky. I just think I'm a favorite. In July, uh, I am a favorite over just about anybody in the country. So, uh, But we'll see. I mean, I, I see I, I see your point as far as maybe they're trending back. I just think the schedule sets up way too nicely 
from a year ago. They avoid the big boys from the East. Uh, so, but uh, the talent level is not overwhelming. I will say that. Let's talk about the, the talent in the conference the last three years. Quarterbacks for this team. It is Grayson McCall. It is Coastal Carolina, a, a team that, uh, you know, has been at the top of the conference here the last couple of years. They, they kind of took the nation by storm in 2020. However, Grayson with even though Grayson McCall's back, Jamie Chadwell, the head coach, is gone. Um, th this is a team that the markets are, are a little unsure of. I've seen as low as seven. I've seen as high as eight. I was expecting some regression for this program with a new coaching staff. Plus, you know, they were five and oh in one uh, in one possession games a year ago. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that, you know, you got a good quarterback. You're going to you more often than not have a good record in one possession games. But Tim Beck, oh, I'm not a huge fan of Tim no, Beck. No, but. I will say Urban Meyer likes him. Tom Herman likes him. Dave Duran likes him. Some of the decent coaches in college football somehow hire this guy. He keeps getting a job, but I was not one of my favorite hires. I thought they could have done better, could have went with a more youthful coach, kept this momentum going with a program. There's a lot of energy that they're on the outskirts of Myrtle Beach there in South Carolina. I, I just not wild about the coach, but the offense has got some pieces. McCall, top two rushers are back. Top four receivers are back. So, I think there's it look if Beck takes this offense and they nosedive, it means he's really poor this year because they got enough pieces to be a dynamic offense. What do you think of the the Chanticleers? Yeah, I don't. I, I really, really did not like that hire. Uh, I mean, if you've seen some of the pieces, like NC State's offense, uh, you know, and he, he yeah. run the shed, just really, really brutal. And and even with pieces that I thought were were better than he you know put out on the field there. Um, are they good? You know, again, system-wise, now you had a, a very unique system under Jamie Chadwell uh, that I think paid, you know, paid a lot of dividends with with McCall there. Uh, Agree. And I will say they did have their uh, his name escapes, but they do have one big-time booster there that uh, does you know kind of kind of keep the bankroll up in the program and was able to I think you know keep McCall there on an NIL deal. Um, I just I, I think it's regression central here for this program unless you know Tim Beck comes in and surprises me. Um, I don't think they lost their best pass rusher of Michigan, Josiah Stewart, a guy that was yeah, he's all, a good ball all player. Day. Yeah, I think he's going to be good in the Big Ten. Uh, he really, you know, when he was healthy, he dominated in the Sun Belt. So huge loss on defense for them. I don't think their defense is going to be very good. I don't think their offense under Tim Beck will maintain the same level. Um, if you can find an under eight, uh, I know there's some under seven and a half of plus money. Under eight at reasonable juice uh, was a play for me and and not a team that, that I think contends uh, – for the conference title, even though they're, they're kind of priced in that second tier below South Alabama and Troy, um, not, not a team I'd be interested in at all. So I, I, I don't like the hire. Uh, I think it's even though, you know, Hey, Hey, even though Myrtle beach is nice, there's some other places, uh, you know, like San Marcos there where, uh, you know, that doesn't mean just because you're by the beach doesn't mean uh, you can, you can make the football program run there. So I think Chadwell uh, took a tough job and, and did a really nice job. Um, and I, I think Coastal's kind of, kind of going to end up falling back in the pack here in the Sun Belt. Under eight for Kanish. Under eight. Under eight. No. Minus Chalk yeah, me up, you will baby. not get any disagreement with me on that one at that price. Uh, let's keep uh, staying the East here. I mean, there's a lot of really good teams in, in, on this side. East is really good. I would say the East is the best division at the group of five level. Let's uh, talk James Madison, a team that really took the league by storm. Yeah, I, I, a case could be made that they might have been the best team in the league a year ago, but they were ineligible to – to win the championship and they're ineligible again this year, but I'm not sure that the market really grasped how good they were. Uh, they covered their first five games by like more than two touchdowns per game. 
And then I think the depth issues kind of arose a little bit. They got banged up a little bit. And then, you know, the, the lost three games that they probably could have won, at least two of them with the exception of the Louisville game. Uh, they do lose their top rusher, their quarterback. Uh, th th there is some concerns here. Uh, but, man, all five starters back on the offensive line. Typically, if you got your meat and potatoes back, I think they'll be okay. I like their coach. They bring in an Arizona transfer, a quarterback, Jordan McLeod. I don't think he's going to be too much of a step down. I didn't see Todd Centillo no. uh, having that kind of season a year ago. So I'm not going to downplay Jordan McLeod, who's actually got more experience at, at USF and Zona. So uh, this is a team that I did take a pretty big position early. I wouldn't now, but, man, over seven I loved uh, because I don't think they're stepping back. I think they're just uh, – when you look, they have some money. They have some fan support. Uh, and they got more depth than last year. So I don't know if they get a midseason lull like they had a year ago. What say you on, on this JMU team? Yeah, they were, I mean, they were at the point in the FCS, like North Dakota state where they were just, there was no rebuild. It was, it was just reload yeah. every year. Uh, and then took it in stride. You'll come the Todd Santeo like resurgence. Uh, if it, it was one yeah. that, um, you didn't see. So I'm not, it's hard to downgrade uh you know them losing him their quarterback position too with what they were able to do with him uh yeah uh, you know in terms of the offense because that, that was the, you know my biggest ding on them last year was like you know not thinking that they'd be able to get enough production from the quarterback position uh you know it's a staff that also took you know Ben DiNucci into an NFL play I mean they've done some some, some things with uh with quarterbacks that a lot of other places weren't able to do with them that um you know has been able and talent wise uh you know hey they, they can recruit they're in a, they're in a nice area of the country has some football talent um at, you know at a school that that is definitely um i i just think a <laughs> I, I, how do i put this nice a more attractive school from like you know an academics perspective than than a lot of other sunbelt schools uh yeah. it's a school that you know yeah you know you like putting on the resume uh yeah. so yeah they they've you know they've had no issues recruiting there uh got some money good coaching staff so yeah uh obviously that as you said the seven's not up there anymore um I would have loved it, you know, but it would have been interesting to see how uh, how them, you know, being in the pool would have shifted the price dynamic in terms of, yeah, uh, yeah you know, the, the Sun Belt futures. Because, um, you know, it was last year would have been like, you know, kind of an all time, uh, you know, number if they would have been able to, you know, be eligible for the game. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I think that it just as an aside, I think it's like the stupidest rule in college football. You come into a conference and you can't play for the conference title for it. So, very archaic. Uh, don't get it at all. Don't understand why that's still a thing. But, yeah, um, so unfortunate that, again, they're not eligible to, to be in there this year, but should be a very good team. And I think soon as they're ready, um, we'll uh, probably be the cream of the crop there uh, in this conference going forward. Absolutely. Uh, let's talk what was the cream of the crop for this conference for several years. Took a major step back a year ago, App State. Um, you know, it was a team that had a – you know, some of it was bad coaching in my opinion because I'm not a big fan of the coach, but – I think the other part of it was this team was gassed. I mean, their September was ridiculous. The North Carolina game going down to the wire, one of the more thrilling games. They go on the road. They upset Texas A&M. Uh, then they get college game day in town. They win on a Hail Mary pass against Troy uh, on the final play. They blow a 25-point lead against JMU. And then they just, I mean, from that point on, I mean, it was just a gassed team. Uh uh, and obviously didn't make a bowl game a year ago, even though they went six and six, but a couple of those wins are against FCS teams. Uh, this year's team, uh, I'm kind of meandering with them. I, I do think there's some regression towards, uh, hey, they were better than six and six a year yeah. ago.
but they lose their quarterback, Chase Bryce. I wasn't a big fan of him, but he was productive the last couple of years. Uh, they return their top three receivers. I think if they can figure out the quarterback position, this is a team that might be back on the upswing, I think, because I think Coastal will take a little bit of a step back. Uh, Marshall, I'm a little uncertain of. Uh, what say you on App State? Yeah, uh, that's another one. Uh, I don't have a position on that. I, again, right. this was one where, you know, they'd go into the, you know, I, as we've talked about in some other conferences, like Toledo and the MAC, where like App State would have the most talent in the MAC. Didn't mean they'd win the Sun Belt every year, but you'd step on the field. They had, you know, in the trenches and any of that, they had the bigger bodies, they had the most talent, uh, they had, uh, you know, guys that were going to the next level. Seems like that pipeline's been a little bit, um, you know, dis- disintegrated uh, from a point of, you know, they don't it's, they don't step on the field and they're the, you know, the best team, uh, you know, who they're playing every week anymore. Um, I'm interested to see where this goes. Again, lost in it, you know, they've, it's been a place where they, you know, a couple of coaches have been poached there. So agreed. I think they're better than six and six last year. Should be more in line, uh, you know, with the seven, eight, with 19. But, and, and but I just don't know if they have the the same level of play and the same level of delta in talent that they used to uh, in this conference, where it seems like a number of other teams have leveled up uh, and they 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 just weren't able to to kind of maintain their gap there. So um, yeah, I mean this this like one through six in the conference is going to be such a fierce uh, you know like, like competition of just you could see anybody coming out of there. So. Um, I'm not sure. It, it wouldn't surprise me if they got back to, you know, an eight and four or something like that. But um, it's it's not one that I put any money behind. Uh, and not again, you know, with their, their prices in that, you know, like that five to one, six to one, seven to one range. That, that How about doesn't, eight to do you have you? I've, I've yeah, I did. I did that. I bet okay. I haven't put a dollar down on Sunbelt yeah, the conference yeah. yet. I did. I put a little bit down on eight to one. I bet over six and a half. It's not one of my favorite bets, but I'm just thinking, ah, you know, they're only, I mean, look at their schedule. They get a lot of the big boys at home. Yeah. I, I think, I think they're only a clear underdog at North Carolina and at, at JMU. Uh, I don't know. I went over six and a half and eight to one to win the league, but again, not one of my favorite bets. I think uh, South Alabama, Troy are still the two best teams. Yeah. You know what? Put me down. I'll put my money where my mouth is. I'll take over six and a half. Because, I mean, I'm typically yeah, at this point laying a ton of juice with some of these numbers now, but 110, I'm good with that. What say you? Yep. No, I'm, I'm fair. That would be, uh, yep, the way I, I play it as well. Uh, I mean, they, like I said, talent-wise uh, and bringing up back there that they, they should be a 7-1-T, as we've said. So that, some of the coaching yeah. moves, some of the play, you know, some of the coordination hasn't been, uh, you know, last year I think let them down, but they, they have all the talent to be a, a you know, 7-8-win team. Let's get to some more interesting teams. I love this conference. Uh, Marshall team, you know, <laughs> took care of my Fighting Irish a year ago. What an upset that was, and it was legitimate. I mean, legitimate defense. So when you went through the talent level, uh, you know, they did lose their defense corner to Lance Gidry to Miami, Florida. That was a good hire for the Hurricanes. Oh yeah, they uh, needed it. Bad. Yeah, but I mean, you look at some of their defensive basic counting stats. I mean, number four in rush defense a year ago, number six in scoring, number seven in total. I mean, they were literally a legit uh, defense right along there with Troy at the G5 level. Ali's back and running back as fabulous as he is. Uh, you see what I did there? Fabulous to see Rasheen Ali uh, <laughs> for old school Disney. Uh, Cam Fancher is back at quarterback. He led the way down the stretch, 6-1 and one as a starter. Gamage was a big loss in the transfer portal. Yeah, uh, He's at UCF. He was supposed to go to Purdue. 
and then UCF flipped them. So keep that in mind when you're looking at the preview mags, uh, if you still are into that sort of thing. They won't have that, likely. Defense, I like the Owen Porter kid. I like Steven Dixon, linebacker, who's transferred from Florida State. I don't know about the coach. They're up and down. I mean, I thought, you know, they, they beat Notre Dame, and then they lose to Bowling Green the next week as a 17-point <laughs> favorite. So they're a little up and down for me. To I This is the only team in the league I didn't take a position on. I, no position for me as well. Um, I get again. I would say the analysis here is going to be very similar to the the Troy piece of it, where the defense was so good last year, scoring defense, uh, you know, points per game, like yard per play, and all that. Just yeah, really elite. But you lose the quarterback, you lose a ton of talent. You're relying on an influx of transfers. Um, you know, match that with the the core damage transfer. Just think it's going to be hard for them to. You know, to replicate kind of the the run and the magic they had, uh, which which it is at G five program. So especially when you're relying on defensive performance. Um, now, granted, I think their quarterback situation is a lot better than it is at Troy. Um, but uh, another one there where I they're going to be, yeah, just just right in there. It's like this this you know you could see any of these teams there between you know like five and eight wins or five and nine um just because they you know they're, a lot of them they're all playing each other i will say they they you know they get the big boys uh, a lot of them on the road so scheduling's a little tougher um but yeah it's one another one that regular season win i don't know position conference title there's some you know 650 right there that doesn't that doesn't scream uh much for me so yeah it's it's another one that I think, if anything, it'd be uh, a little bit of a regression season for me with what they've lost on defense and the coordinator. I just looked at my conference wins. I got nine teams between four and six in this league. Nine between going four and four and six and two. That's ridiculous. I mean, I'm a <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, there's some parody, but it's good parody. It's not parody because it's medi- mediocrity. I mean, a lot of these teams are legit, at least when you're comparing another group of five conferences. I want to talk a couple more, and then we glance over the bottom teams. I want to talk Georgia Southern because, I, you know, a lot of people were really down on Clay Helton. I thought he did a fantastic job a year ago. Are you kidding me? Transitioning a team from the option, we've seen how difficult it's been for other programs like Georgia Tech. It's taken years. He does in one offseason. Transfer portal certainly helps in today's day and age that you can move it. But, man, they didn't miss a beat throwing the football. Van Treese over 4,000 yards. They lose him. And I'm here to tell you, they'll be fine with David Sprint at quarterback. I was actually, I actually watched their spring game. Uh, he'll fit in right in nice. Uh, I mean, he'll, he'll be throwing it all over the yard. They got their top running back back, their top wide receiver back. Uh, I like this Kentucky transfer at tight end. Uh, defense, I think, will be better. They, they have a lot of room for an improvement, but they made a decent hire. He went out and hired the Buffalo DC. I thought yes. that was interesting because they faced Buffalo in a bowl game. Buffalo's defense. You know, exceed, far exceeded expectations against them. So I like the trend line in this program. I haven't gotten too involved with them as far as preseason, but uh, what say you about Clay Helton and Georgia Southern? I agree. I actually took a, uh, you know, an over six at plus money uh, here on Georgia Southern. I would have loved, I, you know, again, five, I think six, they probably end up as a, a six and six team, but I think that, you know, more likely at, uh, you know, seven than, than five, obviously. So I thought over six at, uh, I think it was plus 105. Uh, was worth a uh, you know a normal size bet there. Uh, they get you know in uh, I mean they've got Citadel uh, UAB who you know under Trent Dilfer there uh, and you know Ball State uh, and some of the non-con there. Um, 
So it, it's a team for me. And, and uh, to be honest, I, I mean, not that, that I think they're live at Wisconsin, but uh, Wisconsin team, once we get into the Big Ten preview, that I think uh, will be, uh, you know, a little worse than that. Which maybe you just, that'll be another head-to-head. Uh, we put the teaser, as oh, I saw. Man, I'm indifferent on the Badgers. Around there. Um, but a team, as I as you said, ton bringing back, like the offense, like the transition, yeah. like the D.C. hire. Um, and just to seem that I think, uh, I don't think they'll challenge for the, the – you know the the top of the league is is too heavy. I don't think they'll challenge for a uh, a title in this one. Um, but I like their their odds to you know exceed expectations uh, as, as opposed to you know kind of uh, regress there. So for me, uh, like over six if you can get it uh, around that plus money. I got five and a half was was what I was really even to play some juice on there. Couldn't find it. Took a six at plus money. Was it your crew that you run around with that really loved Georgia State last year? Or maybe it's somebody else. No, I don't. I don't think okay, it was the Georgia enough. State guy on those. Yeah, it might have been somebody else. It, it might have been preseason. So my bad on that one. But Georgia State, we'll talk about a little bit. Hard luck team. Zero and five, one possession games a year ago. Quarterback's back. One of their top backs is back. I do worry they lose that wide receiver Jamari Thrash to Louisville. He's going to be really good at Louisville. We'll get to that when we talk about the Cardinals. Uh Pass rushers left after spring. Another kid went to Louisville. I did take – Willie L. Caesars had four and a half, bad number in my opinion, a bet over four and a half now. But at five and a half, I, I'm, that's my number. So I think it's pretty much painted at five and a half now. So did you do anything with Georgia State? No. Um, yeah, I, to be honest, I'd be uh, – I agree with you. I'd kind of be leaning under it at five and a half. Uh, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't mind the, you know, the over four and a half there. But now that if you can get uh, – some of the places I saw, they were a little bit, you know, juiced on the end. I think it's going to be tough for them to, to you know, kind of break it. This is one where now the the top and middle of the the conference is so strong that the, these yeah. teams at the bottom are just going to find, you know, make it real. You know, the Texas States, the ULM, um, and, and you know, I'd say Georgia State, you know, a, a little bit of a, uh, you know, a, a tier above them, but going to be really hard for them to find wins uh on, on the schedule there so um even though you know bringing a little bit back there as you said some of the losses there in the spring and the transfer portal um just think it's as we touch on the bottom of the conference here it's gonna be it's, it's just gonna be really hard for a lot of these teams uh going against uh what is a pretty conference yeah before we get into the negativity because there's a lot of it on my uh, at the bottom i bet ever all these teams under before we get to that though Team I'm still relatively optimistic about is Southern Miss. Uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk Frank Gore, a junior, yeah. in, in a Sunbelt preview. I mean, he's off 300-plus yard rushing game in the bowl game. He's back yet again. Uh, he's They're all everything. He can play Wildcat quarterback, uh, you name it. I actually like the coach. Uh, I, I, you know, I thought he was dealt a tough hand for a couple of years there. They, You know, just injuries at the quarterback position. Uh, it was tough for them to overcome. We'll see what they do at quarterback this year. They brought in a couple transfers, Houston, Clemson. Yeah, we'll see if they can figure it out. I mean, uh, there's another one. I bet an off-market number. I bet over four and a half, Willie Hill Caesars. I thought that was a mistake. I laid every juice and then just – I made it five and a half. So, I I don't have much to say about them. I think they'll flirt with ball eligibility like like Georgia State, like a Georgia Southern middle of the road. Yeah, I agree. You know, they just could. I said, team, I, uh, that, uh, you know, like, I think I was a little too bullish on last year at times. Uh, I bet on a lot Good of point. Southern Miss games last year where they just couldn't get the quarter. I think I, I was a little bit too much of a Trey Low believer, uh, when they brought him in. He had some flashes. Um, 
And I was kind of optimistic he could spend a year in the offseason and get the spring in, and, it, and it, he transfers out. And now he's gone. So now, uh, um, yeah, some question marks there. Uh, if uh, it looks like uh, over five plus 100 there at uh, TKNK. Ah, what the? You know, hey, yeah, that you do, do you like that? Is yeah, I, I'll I'm, play yeah, that I, I'd go, I'm, I'm with you on an over five at plus 100 there uh, for a Southern misplay. So, yeah, I think they got they got a lot of the infrastructure there um, defensive-wise, Frank Gore. If they can get – now, I will, if you want to look at this glass half full, the quarterback position has so much, uh, you know, like a, a change and, uh, you know, that that really they, – unless they – you know, the transfers, I think they should at least be able to maintain, if yeah. not be a little better at the quarterback position this year. So, yeah, even though, as we said – Oh, a number of time. Conference is loaded. Over five plus 100, uh, I think, is worth a bet there. Agree. Over five. Not stock negativity. I'm going to leave it up to you because I have bet Arkansas State under. I have bet Texas State under. I have bet UL Monroe under. I have bet Old Dominion under. Uh, we won't. We don't have to dive into each team unless you got some great thoughts, but is there any in the mix that you really hate there uh, and agree with me? Either hate or disagree so we have a bet against one another or you agree and we make it a best bet. No, I, you know what, there's, um, I mean, as we thought like this conference delineated where it seems like there's a line here where yeah. if you're below it, it's going to be hard for you to win games like at all. Uh, and, and I agree with you that like I, old dominion is a program that, you know, like somehow was able to like, you know, put cobble some wins together, especially in games that you would never expect them uh, to compete in. Um, and they got a new play caller, Kevin Decker, who, who was at Fordham and did some, uh, some nice things there. So it, it, that, that would be the one, if you want to say maybe a little bit of optimism, um, uh, not again, not that I'm, I'm looking to play win there. The, the couple of the other th- teams, I just think are going to have like an absolutely disastrous uh, ULM, being one of the uh, Terry Bowden, uh, I, I don't, I don't know how he's maintained. I can't believe he got back into. And even though he actually took them, uh, you know, maybe a little bit better than I thought they'd be under him. Um, I think the conference is too good, so I agree with you there uh, on a ULM under uh, at the best price you can find. The Texas State one was. A team that we like a program that people were like, oh, you know, it's in it's such a nice area. It's got some. Uh, they're going to spend some money, uh, and they were just horrible year after year. Um, yeah, guy So they've taken some guys that like, uh, you know, TJ Finley, Malik Hornsby, guys that you know, yeah. uh, you know, maybe the, that recruiting profiles they looked the part, but were never able to do much there. Um, I, I, I just don't. I, I need to see it first. Um, I think conference is too tough. So, yeah, and Arkansas State. There's a team that that can't. It, it's hard for them to compete talent wise with a number of these other schools uh, from recruiting and Bush Jones. So yeah, I don't see them them being able to make the jump. So I don't have uh, I don't have any real argument with you in any of those four in terms of being. Uh, I, I just don't see the the how they can put it together this year with the state of the conference. If we got a four and a half on Texas State, we'll go under four and a half Texas. State. I'm with you there. I, yep. I, there's just so much. I mean, Colorado's getting a majority of the publicity, but this is they've they've overhauled their roster as much as Colorado. And again, I mean, I just don't. This conference is tough. There aren't many gimmies. Uh, only favorite roles that I have men are Nevada at home, and I, that's not slam dunk or ULM no, no. at home. And neither neither one of those are slam dunks. Uh, I got him a double digit underdog in seven games. So I, I just don't see it for this. I mean, even if Hornsby can run around and stuff, Finley, nobody can tackle him because he's 250 pounds. But I mean, I just don't see it. I think long term, GJ Kinney's going to be fine, but 
He's brought in a ton of transfers from Incarnate Word. There's a step up. Incarnate Word was a good football team last year, but, I mean, they're not playing a good conference. I know they gave North Dakota State fits and stuff because they're just their style of play gave them fits. Uh, you get all different styles in the Sun Belt. So, yeah, oh, man, 160. Man, we're getting to the point where I don't know if I want to lay 160. What do you think? Can we find something else, a little bit less juice? Uh, yeah, that's a, I was going to say, it's a little juice. I just don't, as you said, the transfer, I, I just don't think, especially on the lines of scrimmage, that can work. I'll uh, own it. I'll take it. Go Half for it. Go for it. All right. Yeah, I'll own it. So, Texas State under. Uh, I did me. lay Baylor a number of, at, at like. Oh, you were the group that moved that. Uh, that yes, yes, yes. I did lay Baylor uh, that week one game there. That um, what's your thoughts on the total? I did not get in. So I did not get invested in the total there. You got a. Uh, I just laid. You know, there's some twenty three. There was a twenty three and a half one place. I laid some twenty four. Uh, now mostly, you know, like twenty five, twenty six. Um, yeah, I see. It, it did. Uh, were you? Uh, are you sneaking that under there uh, at the open? No, no. Okay, uh, I right. not talk totals. I'm gonna go over. Uh, all right, all right. Over. I just think he's going to run so much tempo, and Baylor hasn't seen it on film yet. They'll probably—I wouldn't be a bit surprised. Texas State scores quickly and then gets blown out. I mean, I, I just—I <laughs> smell. There was a fifty-five and a half. I just think it's got forty-two, fourteen written all over it. Uh, something yeah. like that. Yeah, it could be fourteen, fourteen at, at like halftime. They'll adjust <laughs> and uh, adjust and just run them out. But all right. I just want, want to get your thoughts on that one. That was a, a side that moved that I was like, oh, I wonder who's moving this. That does That is in accordance with my power ranks. So nice job there. Any other closing thoughts here? We just uh, pulled behind the curtain. We just recorded a couple of hours. We did th- knocked out three of these previews. So any closing thoughts? Yeah, you know, this is, uh, this is one I don't have. I think this is the only conference I don't have a single, uh, like, conference title future uh, in the – in the chamber for this one. So I know, I know a lot of places didn't post it. Um, I just think like I think this top, you know, the top six is so, you know, evenly matched. I don't have, and I don't think any of like the long shots even have a, have really a prayer. So um, I'll own it. If you, yeah, you, want you got, what do you got zone? here? What do you got for this one? All right. I'll, I'll do, I'll do a unit on South Alabama plus three fifty. I'll, I'll take the, if we can find that, if it's anything, you know, more, uh, do I want three to one? Oh, let me think. I think three to one's the best price now. No, I don't want that. I, I will take a, a a half unit on App State eight to one. I will okay. own eight to one. Uh, I think DraftKings has that one eight to one. DraftKings are a bet online. One of the books has uh, eight to one on App State. I'll take a half unit size on App State making a run at eight to one. I like it. Yeah, I mean, t- listen, t- talent wise, they're right there with any of well, Can they have a little bit uh, better luck? You know, a better, uh, you know, hopefully better some co- better coaching this year. But yeah. no, I agree. I think roster wise, they're right up there with everybody else. All right. So for the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Joey Kanish, make sure you guys are hitting the like and subscribe button, whether you're watching on YouTube or following and listening along on your favorite favorite podcast network gotta mention the man the myth the legend himself also on the producing side that is zach phillips again i'm just merely brad powers you just watched hit the books preview part of the hammer betting network